glory glory everlasting be unto him who bore the cross the team of the chorus save to tell others tell what the message of the cross and so the hymn writer says jesus keep me near the cross there a precious fountain free to all a healing stream flows from calvary's mountain in the cross in the cross be my glory ever till my raptured soul shall find rest beyond the river may we come near the cross this evening could you please turn with me to the gospel according to john chapter 19 the gospel according to john chapter 19 reading from verse number 17 a great portion of scripture at the beginning let me read to you a couple of verses verse number 17 he bearing his cross went forth into a place called the place of askel which is called in the hebrew golgotha where they crucified him and two other with him on either side one and jesus in the midst verse number 19 and pilate wrote a title and they put it on the cross and the writing was jesus of nazareth the king of the jews well we'll read as we progress in this chapter uh, first of all setting chapters 18 comments with the suffering and the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ and that theme takes us until chapter 21 and when we look at chapter 18 and chapter 19 we are given 82 verses divided into three main division and the first section we have 27 verses and the second we have 28 verses and the third we have 27 verses and the first session bring to us the arrest of the savior in the second session we have the arraignment of the savior the legal procedures and then the third session we have the atonement of the savior and when we come to this section what we have before us commencing in chapter 19 verse number 17 onwards we find uh, uh, something what is called silence when we compare with the synoptics we don't find here like unto other gospel simon cyrenian bearing the cross but we read here in verse number 17 he bearing his cross all been done by our lord jesus christ and he himself accomplished so we read in chapter 19 verse number 30 he says it is finished everything within his control he accomplished the work the father gave him to do 
And then we don't read here any cry like unto what we have in synoptics. My God, my God, why didst thou forsaken me? How we can address God? How does the gospel of John commence? God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. How God can commend to God. And so we do not have such cry in the Gospel of John. The veil is not rent. And so we have here quite number of uh, omissions which uh, we can classify under silence. silence. And we have the scene. First of all, we have superscription. When we look at uh, the gospel according to Matthew, you have accusation. When we look at the gospel according to Mark, you have the superscription of accusation. When you come to the gospel according to Luke, there we read superscription. And here, something different. Title, superscription above the cross. And here it is legally documented, a title which is authorized. And so we have here in verse number 19, verse number 20 and 21, three things. Number one, title. Number two, we have a town. And number three, we have tongue, language. And what is the title that was written? Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. And the Jews couldn't tolerate. The people hated when they heard this uh, twofold title. And they wanted Pilate to change the title. And look at verse number 22, Pilate answered, what I written, I have written. The message of the cross, at any cost, in any age, cannot be changed. And the message of the cross is what we need to carry, or, uh, carry to the people around the globe. We cannot change. It is power unto salvation. And it is glorious gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. It cannot be changed. What is written, written, and no way it can change. And the title, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews, here we have the humanity of our Lord Jesus Christ. Number two, we have the royalty of the Lord Jesus Christ. The gospel commence in chapter 1, verse number 14, with uh, the humanity and the deity of the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Here in contrast, we have uh, one more thing is added to that uh, precious truth, the deity and the humanity, and here we have the royalty. Jesus of Nazareth bring to us the incorruptible humanity that he led upon the face of this earth, moving from Bethlehem until Calvary. That beautiful, excellent, fine life characterized by the fine floor of the meal offering. Undefiled, harmless, Holy, 
Jesus of Nazareth and the King of the Jews. How does the New Testament begin? We have in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 2, verse number 2, by those wise men who came from east, asked the King Herod, where is he that is born the King of the Jews? Not on the throne, but in a little manger among the cattle. What a place the Lord of glory has taken residence. And here, where is he? Not on the throne, but on the cross. The king of the Jews hanging on the tree and no beauty. The book of Isaiah chapter 53 and there we read in verse number 2. No beauty that we should desire him. But what a contrast when we turn to the book of Isaiah chapter 33 and verse number 17. Thine eyes shall see thy king in his beauty. Thine eyes shall see thy king and his beauty. And so we read in the book of Zechariah chapter 9 verse number 17. For behold how great is his beauty. And the beauty and the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ will be unveiled. And there will be uh, the whole universe will be able to behold. The global display of the uh, beauty and the glory of the one who is on the tree. The title. Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. And then we find here uh, the town uh, Nazareth where he was brought up. And the tongue what is written, written in Hebrew, in Greek. In Latin, what you can think of? Well, beloved, we find the message of the cross is carried on in these three languages and recorded for you and for me in the book of Acts of the Apostle. In chapter 1 of Acts, verse number 8, there we read, You shall be my witnesses beginning at Jerusalem. Judea, Samaria, and finally taking us to the uttermost part of the earth, where you can place these three languages. Hebrew, the message of the cross has come to Jerusalem. There we have Hebrew, that is chapter 2 of Acts of the Apostle. And then we read here, it is written in Greek, the message of the cross is uh, taken us to uh, uh, to Athens, recorded in chapter 17 of Acts of the Apostle, where we have the language of Greek. And number three, the message of the cross is taken to Rome, where it is, the book of Acts chapter 22, and the Latin language, the message of the cross is carried on right from Jerusalem and through Samaria and Judea unto the uttermost part of the earth. And so we have in Rome, and so we find the messengers carrying the glorious gospel message and moving from place to place, and so have come to India, have come to Florida, 
And now it is your responsibility, dear one, to take this glorious gospel message and take to every individual in this particular state where you are placed, the state of Florida. The mission field is right here. What David said, I did like it. I did, I do like it. Yes, we don't have to go from here. This is your mission field. The message of the cross in Hebrew and in Latin and in Greek and thus reached to the uttermost part of the earth. Superscription about the cross. About the cross. Spectators around the cross. That is where I want to bring you this evening. And so we have the section right from verse number 25 until verse number 23 until verse number 27. The second session here take us to the spectators around the cross. We have four soldiers. They are there because of their duty. We have four sisters. They are there because of their devotion. How many brothers? Only one brother. Where are brothers? Where are brothers? By this time, the number of disciples shrinking. You come to chapter 6. Hundreds of disciples followed the Lord Jesus. But we find from that chapter, many left him. And the number of disciples has come to twelve. You come to chapter 13, the twelve disciples have become eleven. And now you come to chapter 19. All fled away, only one, still standing at the foot of the cross. For soldiers, they are there because of their duty. And we have them parting the garment of the Lord Jesus. But when they came to the inner cloth, which is woven from top to throughout, they couldn't rent it. They said, let us not rent it. It was within the boundary of God. Beloved, let us not rent the things of Christ. Let us not rent the principle and the practice of the church. Let us not rent that which glorify God. Let us not rent that which grieve the Holy Spirit. Let us not rend that which bring glory and honor unto the Lord. Let us not rend the scripture. Let us not rend that which belongeth unto heaven. Let us not rend the precious truth about the person of Christ. For soldiers and for sisters, by this time the mother of Jesus is a widow. We have a sister. We have a single lady, Mary Magdalene. We have uh, uh, here a wife. And thus we have four sisters. Widow, 
sister, wife, and a single lady standing around the cross. And the sisters who are present here this evening will come into this group of sisters. Yes, we don't realize what sisters contribute sometimes. They do a lot behind the scene, but we fail to appreciate. We fail to acknowledge and appreciate what they contribute in silence for the glory of God and in the service of God. And here we have them at the foot of the cross. They are there around the cross, beholding Savior hanging upon the tree. One of them, Mary Magdalene, became the first apostle to apostles. That is what you have in chapter 20. All left, but she's there in the garden, weeping. And we have our Lord drying her tears. And she is the one who witnessed the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. The evidence of the reality of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus is unveiled before Mary Magdalene in the garden. And we have her going and telling those fearful apostles in the upper room you have in chapter 20. All because she was there. She never left the cross. She never left the tomb. She continued, took part in the fellowship of his suffering. Took part in the power of his resurrection. And thus she could know in reality of his glorious person. On the ground of redemption, on the ground of resurrection. And so we have her being qualified as a first apostle to apostle in chapter 20. Come near the cross. And there is a precious fountain. You will have a message to tell others. And now we come to the disciple whom Jesus loved. His name is not mentioned. This is how he is known in the gospel of John. The disciple in verse number 26 standing by whom he loved. He is there. He leads me to the epistle of Philippians chapter 3 verse number 10. For I know him. Like I said of Mary Magdalene. That I may know him and know the power of his resurrection. And have in part or experience the fellowship of his suffering. He is there. A dependable person. A dependable disciple. He commends well in chapter 1, verse number 38. Well, his name is not mentioned, but we do believe. And there we have him believing on the Lord Jesus Christ and commends following. He did commence well. And now we find in chapter 13, because of his love, he leaned on the bosom of the Lord. 
And in chapter 19, he's standing by the cross. Chapter 20, he's running to the tomb. And chapter 21, verse 1 to 14, we have him recognizing the Lord on the shore of Galilee. The first person among those disciples in the ship could acknowledge who he, he is. And so he said, it is the Lord. Then again, in the next session from verse number 15 until end, when you scan, you find in chapter 21, verse number 20, he's still following. He's still following. From the beginning, chapter 1, verse number 38, until chapter 21, verse number 20 and 21, he's still following. And so to tell others, the message of the cross. First of all, you must commence well and continue till the end. A well beloved, our esteemed brother came, John, commence well in Mumbai, where, from where I come, and did end well in Florida. And we have him with his master whom he served and beholding the glory of his well-beloved Lord and Savior. And John stood at the foot of the cross, continued till the end. And one who continued till the end will have the crown. It is not the start. But and determine whether we are fit to wear the crown. All may have a good start. But we live in a day we see poor end. Poor end. Beloved. How well we live for the Lord. And the one who stood till the end and the one who continued following is the one who became the recipient of the unveiled glory of the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. The book of Revelation. The book of Revelation. And the one who became the author of the first, of, of the five books of the New Testament. Like under Moses who gave us five books with which the Old Testament commenced. The Pentateuch, Torah. And here we have, in the New Testament, the one who comments well, and the one who did end well, is the one who contributed five books in the New Testament, and he became a recipient of the glorious revelation or the unveiled glory of the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Dear ones, where are we today? How many years since we are Christian? How are we prepared for mission work? How many we could bring along with us in God's word? 
Are we truly the disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ? Able to make others disciple? Disciple are multiplied by our contribution? Yes, all what we do in this world and all what we build, at the most we can bring to the grave, not further. But what we do for the Lord is what will remain for eternity. One life, soon it will pass. But what is done for Christ will last for eternity. Here I am. I was to become a Roman Catholic priest. But God made me a royal priest. In my teenage, the Lord saved me and called me for His glorious work. A long journey of 38 years in the glorious work of the Lord. Amazing experience. Till this moment, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me to carry the message of the cross to the world. The Lord needs you and me. Are we available? All fled away, but John still stood at the foot of the cross. May we sing with the hymn writer, Jesus, keep me near the cross. There a precious fountain. Near the cross I watch and wait. Hoping, trusting ever, till I reach the golden stand, just beyond the river, in the cross, in the cross. Be my glory ever, till my raptured soul shall find rest beyond the river. Superscription above the cross, spectators around the cross. Rest, we'll see God willing tomorrow. May the Lord bless these words to your heart. Amen.